Good morning and good morrow. My name is Mikhail Lindstrom. Hope everybody is well and wonderful in this, in whatever time you may be found. Today, tonight, in this particular episode and on Tondra, I'm going to talk about life and death. Life and death. You know, we as people struggle with life and death. We struggle, fuck, shit. We, I don't think we struggle with death. I mean, some do. I think the reality is you get death. Like, death happens. You die. But I think life is really where we spend. We spend so much time struggling. So, before we get into that, here's a, here's a little word. Here's a word. We're going to go with that. No, I'll be honest. I think to struggle is to live. I think that is that is inherently the the purpose. I think you're supposed to struggle. I think that's a part of the grand plan. But that's because struggling leads us to failure, and failure leads us to growth. But when we're looking at this concept of life and death, I find so often that people are frantic at death. Shit, I get frantic at death. I get, I'll spend hours up at night afraid about what's what could happen what's going to happen what may happen what may never happen things that are impossible or unlikely at the very grandest and greatest and i i obsess about it i'm alive and i'm i'm taking and i'm wasting my time thinking about death it's not thinking about death but it, it's, it's trying to prepare for it somehow by by I don't know, maybe if I do this by some level of like preparation that I'd be able to conquer death or that I would be able to meet death differently than the reality. And the reality is, no, you can't, that I can't, that there's no like, oh, I, listen, this is, I mean, guys, this is, this is, this is a huge fucking point that I really, if I could place the largest emphasis on, like, let's go with TLDR version, right? If you don't listen to any more of this fucking podcast, listen to this. In life, you do whatever you can do, as long as you can do it, until you cannot. And that's that. There's no more to it. There's no more, but this, what if this, no, listen, listen, it's simple. You do everything that you can do, as long as you can do it, until you can't, because you couldn't. And that's that. Yeah, so, so when you're met with a hypothetical in your mind, in your brain, when you're when you're caught into a place of difference of ego, intellectual mind, and emotional body, wherever you are, do whatever you need to do, whatever you can do, whatever you have to do, as long as you can, until you can. And that's that. If you try to do more than that, then it's going to fuck up that. Don't try to do more than you can do. Just do what you can do. Inevitably, trust me, that's the funny part, right? Inevitably, that's all you can do. I don't have to tell you to do it. That's all you will ever be able to do. That's all you can do. Accept that that's what you're going to do. Accept that that truth of that space is going to make you enabled for success. It's going to allow you to see what you need to do. 
because you know that you'll do whatever you have to do. So another example here to validate this particular train of thought, you know, we, as, as we talked, right, these teachings are not presented inherently or exclusively from any one place. These are teachings found in nature. They're found in the observation of our body, right? Look at yourself. Look at you. Your body is your temple. It's going to tell you how the vehicle of this world, of this reality, is it operates. And as you learn how it operates, as you see how it operates, you're going to get some context and some insight into what you need to do or what you are capable of doing. But inevitably, your car can't leave the road and drive very effectively. Inevitably, it won't be able to cross the ocean. Your body is limited. Accept that. But let's say if you look at your body, you'll find that no matter what you do to it, it's going to try to preserve you. Doesn't mean it always can, right? We see this, I mean, this is a fact. It tries, but it can't always. Towards the end of life, random moments in life and disaster, tragedy, or the unexpected, or the impossible even. The improbable. Your body is going to do everything that it can to keep you alive. No matter what you do to it, it's going to try to keep you alive. And that's what that's that's that is the that's the goal you should set for yourself. That's the same attitude you should have for yourself and the things that you want to do is listen, you are the body to something else as your body is the vehicle to you. It will do everything in its power to do everything it must until it can't, and that's okay. And you are the exact same. You are not the body, but bound in it through this experience. But you go beyond it. And as, you, as you're there, as you are operating in that, in that space, what, what you are enabled to do is to be free it doesn't, it doesn't mean that the things that are hurting you or stopping you are going to go away. Understanding that you're doing everything that you can, and that's all that you can do. That doesn't mean that the problems are going away or that's going to solve everything. It, it just means that that's all you can do, and you need to be content with that. But by being content in that, by being rested and settled in that, it is going to enable you to see and experience life outside of the reactive mind, outside of the reactive world of expecting results or expecting good, bad, or the otherwise, it will enable you to be focused on the importance of each individual moment and the memory and the impact and the mark that those moments are, are to have on you. It's really important. doesn't mean we want to do it. It doesn't mean we'd like to do it. But it means that it's important for us to do. That's the funny part. Because as enlightened beings, as those who are not, we are evolving. Even if you don't want to, you don't have a choice. You grow older. Every day your perspective grows. And as that perspective grows, your mind sees new things. It sees different things. So we keep that in mind. We keep that in, we keep that in consideration always in the forefront of our mind that we are evolving, that we are changing. We know that because you, you can see it, right? You don't have to, the Bible said though, the Bhagavad Gita says, no, listen, you don't have to read it anywhere. You know, you are changing and because you are changing, you are experiencing micro deaths and micro births inside of you and outside of you all the time. 
all the time. These things have, they have power. And depending on the births or the deaths, sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad. We know when you, we have the atrocity, atrocities of like cancer. Being bound in cancer is awful. It's one of the worst things that plagues our society, but it's bound within us. And cancer is an over replication of, of cells that have gone, you know, that they're being born over and over and over and too much. And it's, it's, it's this, it's this corrosive and terrible, terrible thing, but it is an example of the births that we go through, but that leads inevitably to a death. Lots of little births translate into one large death. Lots of little deaths can translate into lots, lots into, into one large birth. Now, there's varying ways to take that parable and to take that analogy. But what I want to focus on here when it comes to life and death is that for you, you are not bound to the life and the death of your body, but you are bound to the conscious experience of the soul, which is seated within it that's uniquely different than the life of of the body right of the vehicle you are not the vehicle let's look at let's look at actuality right when we're talking about the vehicle when we are talking about you this body this ego the thing by which is a byproduct of our society and our culture the thing which doesn't have to be for you to be, but it has to be for you to be successful here. As a human, you need this vehicle. Doesn't mean that you can't walk everywhere you go, but it means that by being that human, you can travel on the roads and go as quickly as other people. By having the conceptions of a functioning ego, you have the ability to perceive the others which represent you and are part of your collective self. You can see them and, 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 and drive beside them, go where they go. So having a vehicle is very important. And that vehicle is always going to change depending on where you need to go and the ability to, to deal with that, the ability to, to, to reconcile where you have to go, the ability to the ability, the ability to, to, to rapidly adapt. That's key. So rapid adaptation, right? You, you are a mechanic driving a train going down the road, notch eight, and you somehow have to change the, change the engine out and do a high pressure squeeze on a locomotive that is running down the tracks without it breaking, without, with, without blowing the whole thing to fucking smithereens because suddenly the track that was on the ground is no longer on the ground. It's, 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 you're, you're now dealing with the runway. So you need to start building motherfucking wings that, you know, get that jet engine going. This is the power of the witch, the wizard, the magician, you, you are enabled with power and strength by your, by determined by your ability to rapidly adapt to an environment into a landscape that is changing oftentimes faster than you could possibly or conceivably keep up. You don't want it. You don't like it. It sucks. It's not fair, but that's what's happening. Look at the world around us. It's changing. It's evolving so fast that we can't keep up with it. But those who can, those who can adapt successfully are succeeding. They are growing. They're they're able to continue in their, in their realm, in their life without being stopped and without being hindered by 
the fact that, yeah, you know, the, the track was, you know, they, they're no longer the locomotive. They got those wings built. They're soaring up through the sky. They're getting, they're preparing to break atmosphere, somehow still changing, altering this vehicle, which is them, to go through atmospheres and, and environments that we can't even conceive of. But that's what happens when you begin to let go of the deaths that, I'm not going to say don't matter, but when you let go of the ultimate death. Right. When this perception in our head that we have, you know, that we're going to die and that'll be it. That when you die, that when it's over, that when the body ends, that it's all, that it's all, it's all over the ultimate death. This thing, this is the thing that is completely fictitious. It doesn't exist. Yes. The ego dies. Yeah. The vehicle motherfucker who gave, you know, who, who your parents named. Yes, they die, but that is not you. That's what I need you to get. And I'm sure a lot of you do, you know, but I'm also speaking to those who don't understand what I'm saying. I'm not referring or speaking about, you know, there's a difference between you and the illusion of you. You are a being that is bound by higher thought. Higher thought is, is, is logic, reason, ration, it's law. It is the intelligence which pervades all things, which allows them to have organizational structures. It allows them to have cognitive function. You are operating in this space, this evolving stream of light, growing brighter, growing more magnificent, so to speak, as it travels across creation. But you are also that creation. You are the body. So you are this emotional beast. You are this primal beast, this animal that is, is hungry, that needs to live, that, is, that, that wants to live. It, it wants to be its own thing. So, so in other words, you are bound by... Uh, you are you are bound by the intersection of two things: higher thought and perfect emotion, perfect sensation, perfect experience. These two things intersect, and where they intersect, it creates this hologram. It creates this version of you, which is a it, it's a it's where these two things meet. It is neither the perfect emotional nor is it the flawless logic or reason, but it is something. It is logic that is bound perfectly to the emotion and you are experiencing that in in physical reality taking place in the center of this intersection of energies sorry i know that's a lot but this this state of you it, it it's important to think about it's important to hold to your mind it's important to keep anchored into the forefront because you are not you're not that you're not this thing that was that was born, you are the vision that is experiencing it. You are the light that is looking through the lens. Your body is a vehicle given to you by your parents, given to you by this world, but the individual who developed inside of that vehicle, the color of it, what you like, what goes into it, who you've put in your trunk, whatever's going on, those are the things that you have done with the vehicle, right? Every, every vehicle gets scratches, dents, and dings, but it's not you. You are the one driving it. So as you are driving it, Inevitably, your car will break. It's going to break down. It's going to, it, it's, it's not going to do what you want it to. The road is going to change. It's not going to be able to keep up. So you're going to have to leave that vehicle behind, or you're going to have to start making rapid improvements and changes on it to keep it, to keep it up to where it needs to go. And that's not easy. So life and death, your ability to transition from forms and through forms is critical because as you do that, it allows you to work on your vehicle to control the vehicle that is your ego 
inevitably you don't get to decide everything about it, but you are inevitably controlling and creating, determining what about it decides or affects the path or the road. Here's an example. Um, I've got a, I've got a car, but every time I go to take it up the mountain, it wants to shit itself. That means that I probably, I am not going to be able to go up that mountain without having, without taking extra precautions and extra measures to make sure that my vehicle can make it or by getting a different vehicle or changing or fixing whatever's going on in my vehicle that is preventing me from making it up the mountain. Otherwise, I'm going to have to keep my vehicle on roads that it can handle. Your ego, you are that vehicle. Your life is inevitably going to go up and it's going to go down. It's going to do a bunch of shit. And as it does, your vehicle needs to be able to handle it. But it's not, it's, it, didn't, it didn't come ready to handle it because the road is ever evolving. You are evolving. So you need to determine and decide how it's going to evolve, how it's going to change. Look at the road. You have to look and use the senses, use the information that you have to create logical and emotionally bound things together, harmonized into a singular decision and action forward into your life and over this vehicle, onto this vehicle, so that you can continue a little bit further and a little bit further and and further and, and sometimes faster. Sometimes it's downhill and you're on a sled. Other times it's uphill and you're on a fucking trike. Like it's not a good time, but other times it's a great time. When you're in this journey and on this journey, the road is evolving. It will change. So you've got to be able to change with it. You've got to be able to move with it. And the more you're able to do that, the more you're able to not just move, but adapt to that movement, it will give you a friction. It will give you less friction and, and, or sorry, let's put it this way, not less friction. It's going to give you peace through the friction you will experience. And that, oh my God, it can allow you to breathe in times where everybody else seems like they're drowning. It feels like they're suffocating. You're able to just relax because you are not bound in the same fear of life and death. This is something I believe when you read the Bible, when you read the story that the Christian faith tells you and teaches you, I think this is what, this is what Christ was trying to teach. It's, it's, it's plain and simple. It's not very hard. It's just that death is not the end. And if you let it be the end, then you can cause, and you, then, 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 then it is. Then by perceiving and believing it to be the end, then you're not making the most of what you have here. It could potentially be counterintuitive to see it that way. But in this argument and in this space, I believe entirely that that, that that space and that teaching is to validate that the death is not the end. I think the mystery of Christ, I think the the, the beauty in, in, in that school of thought and in many ancient teachings is that death is not the end, that there is an eternal and immortal energy and it is you, that you have been, that you will be, and you will continue. That you are now. But you need to understand what that is. And I'll tell you, it's not the fleshy thing that is listening to this. But it's the one looking through. It's the one behind the scenes. So, with that, oh, goodness, went on my, went on my rant, went on my, my tangent. So, my name is Mikhail Moonstrung. This has been brought to you by Anchor and brought to you by Hippie Queen Productions. Live on TikTok when we can. Our goal is to make it to, I think you have to have a thousand followers there to go live. But inevitably when we hit that mark, when we're, we'll be, we'll be going live and doing some of these sessions a little bit more impromptu. Be well, everybody. Be safe in these turbulent times. New changes, new shifts. It's coming. Be ready. Be well.